So Dramatic acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past, present and future, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people and cultures. Warning. Says, who does he think he is? I have some dirt. Will you confirm or deny? Maybe you should have finished this. Warning. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, let, let's focus. From reality TV to real life, it's all just so dramatic with Megan Pacetto. I would just like to warn anyone that the next story does discuss domestic violence. So if this topic is triggering for you, please skip ahead a couple of minutes. And if you or anyone you know needs support, please contact 1-800-RESPECT on 1-800-737-732 or Lifeline on 13 11 14. What up, Drama Army? Welcome back to So Dramatic. In episode 137, I reveal that former Married at First Sight star Justin Fisher had been charged with two counts of assault. For those of you who don't remember Justin, he was paired with Carly Boa on season five in 2018. You might also remember him as the millionaire who owned the fancy yacht. Last month, So Dramatic obtained the court documents which detailed the charges the 43-year-old divorced father of two is facing. Let me run through what these charges were. On December 26, the MAF star was charged with two counts of assault, one of which was against a woman, along with the offence of stalking and intimidation and intending fear and physical harm. The court documents detailed that the assault is domestic violence related. Justin was also issued with an interim apprehended violence order, which police took out on behalf of Andrew and Natalia Burden. Natalia is Justin's ex-wife and the mother of his two daughters, and Andrew is her new husband. They are the alleged victims of the alleged above-mentioned assault. Now, as per the terms of the AVO, Justin has been ordered not to assault or threaten the pair, stalk, harass, or intimidate them, or intentionally or recklessly destroy any of their property or harm any animal that belongs to or is in the possession of Andrew and Natalia. Justin's matter went to court in January where he was remanded on bail with a court date set for February where a formal plea will be entered. The reality star could be facing up to five years imprisonment over the charges. Now, after this happened, I went to Justin for a comment and he has denied any wrongdoing and asked to tell his version of what happened during the incident. So that is what he will be doing in today's episode. So let's get straight into the show. Do not fight amongst yourselves. Please come to me. So will you confirm or deny? At least you're honest with me. So exclusive. Okay, so I've got Justin Fisher from Married at First Sight 2018 on the phone. Hi, Justin. Hey, morning. How are you, Megan? I'm good. How are you? Living the dream. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm surprised to hear that because the reason we've got you on is because there was some news that came out last week that you'd been charged with two counts of assault and another offense of stalking and intimidation and intending fear and physical harm. And when I reached out to you for a comment, you said that you were actually happy to come on and tell your version of events. Yeah, that's correct. So what actually happened? So it's obviously a storm and a teacup as far as I'm concerned, Megan. I had um, booked the trip to see my parents for New Year's and Christmas with my two daughters. And uh, I said I picked them up from Natalia and Andrew on Sunday afternoon between midday and 1 p.m. And I got caught up doing some work that morning because I wanted to get it done before we left. 
and said, I'm running about half an hour late. Is that okay? And she said, no, it's not okay. We've got things to do, blah, 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 and we can't run it, work around your own schedule. So I kind of apologised and said, look, I've got to get this work done before I pick up the girls or I won't get it done. And she said, we're going out. Her mother had to go to the Royal North Shore Hospital because she was flying in from New Zealand to do a follow-up COVID test. And she goes, we'll be there. So I said, okay, no problems. I can pick up the girls from there. I don't mind. And she said, we're not taking them to stand in line for three or four hours. They can stay at home with Andrew. You can pick him up from home. And so just to interrupt, Andrew, Natalia's your ex and Andrew's her new partner. Yes, sorry, that's Her correct. new husband. Yeah, okay, yes. cool. Yep, yeah, yeah, sorry. So I thought, no problem. So I went over to their, their place in Manly to pick up the girls and nobody was home. So I called Natalia and said, uh, there's nobody here. Do you know where the girls are? And she said, oh, they've gone out with Andrew. They've got their suitcases. Just call him and pick them up from wherever they are. And I said, no worries. So I called Andrew. And this is where the games started, Megan, because they know how much my daughters mean to me. You know, the only way to get to me is through my daughter's type thing. So I called him and said, hey, mate, how's it going? Where are we at to you guys? He said, I'm not telling you that, Justin. I said, sorry, this really caught me off guard. He said, I'm not telling you where we are. And I said, okay, well, Natalia's just asked me to call you, find out where you are and pick up the girls. You've got the girls and their suitcases in your car. He said, no, it's none of your business where we are at the moment. And I'm like, really caught me off guard. I thought, well, it is my business. Where are my daughters? And I must have asked him three or four times to memory. And then he said, call Natalia and she can call me and tell me what to do. And hung up the phone on me. So I was quite upset because this conversation happened in his car and was on speakerphone with the girls in the car. And him kind of degrading me is not a very nice feeling for a dad. And uh, at that point, I started getting a bit anxious because I do have anxiety. And I thought, Okay, no problems. I'll play the game. So I called Natalia, who then wouldn't answer her phone. So that orchestrated this quite well to make things difficult for me. So I called her probably three or four times in a row and she wouldn't pick up the phone. And the reason I was calling her, if you just listen to what I said, was because Andrew said, call Natalia and she can call me and tell me what to do. And then neither of them answered their phones. So I drove from the house at Manly to the hospital. Because I knew they'd still be in line, just to ask Natalia, who's not answering her phone, where are the girls? I need to go and get them. We're going away for two weeks. We've got a lot to organise this afternoon. And then she turned it back to me and ignored me. And literally all I did, Megan, was tap her on the shoulder like you would if you're in, in queue at the movies and say, excuse me, are you waiting? And said, look, just tell me where the girls are. I'll go and get them. So again, getting more and more anxious at this point because all they had to say simply was the girls are – with Andrew at the park, they'll be home at four o'clock. Right, great, I'll pick them up then. That's all that had to be said. They're enjoying the fact, I guess, hiding them from me. And then Andrew came to the hospital with the girls and I said to him, please don't ever do that again. Far from my daughter's I just tell me I'm entitled to know I'm their father. And he said, I'll oh, get out of my face. I gave you a chance to be a man. And there's just a normal disagreement as far as things were going. Nothing interesting happened. Then he again turned his back to me. So again, I tapped him on the shoulder, like again, like you would have somebody's in line saying, excuse me, are you waiting? He said, please don't do that again. Next time I ask, tell me where my girls are. And then he started using some foul language. And I think I did in return. Again, nothing out of the ordinary. And I thought, no, I don't want my daughters around this. So I grabbed the girls and walked off to my car. While I was walking off, he was hurling abuse at me saying, oh, Justin, you're, you're, you're a dumb shit and all this sort of stuff in front of my daughter's Megan. So I was quite upset at that point in time. Wow. And that was the general crust of that. 
then we came home and I just didn't even talk about it with the girls. And look, don't worry, these things happen. You know, adults argue sometimes, not a big problem. And how old are your daughters? Uh, one's only six and one's 14. Right. So I took them from the scene quite quickly, obviously. All I wanted all afternoon is know where they are so I can pick them up. We had to organise, you know, COVID testing, border passes, packing Christmas presents. It's a big trip to go away with two kids when you're a single dad. So then probably around 7.30, 8 o'clock that night, we had a knock at the door and it was the police. And uh, we let them in, of course, and they came and said, oh, you're, you're under arrest. And I was just completely gobsmacked, Megan. I thought, what are you – for what? They said, oh, there was an assault at Royal North Shore Sydney Hospital. So I don't know anything about an assault, sorry. And they said, no, you're the one that caused the assault. And at this stage, both my daughters are in tears and I'm completely confused. And then the police were quite apologetic. They were very friendly, to be honest, and said, look, this sort of stuff happens all the time. Unfortunately, the system can be abused by people like this, but it is there to protect people at the same time. So we're just doing our job. I said, mate, totally get it. I've got two daughters. I think it's a great system, but not when it can be abused this easily. So then they arrested me, took me to the police station in Waverley. Wow, so they arrested you at your home in front of the girls? and then in front of the you... girls. So who was minding the girls when you were taken to the station? They were by themselves. So I said to the police, look, I can't leave them by themselves. And they said, well, because your oldest daughter is almost 14, that's fine. She can look after the young one. And meanwhile, they're both in tears, crying, not understanding what's going on. Daddy being arrested by two police, which is a big deal for a child. It's something they'll never forget. And I guess what mm. disappoints me is, Natalia, as a mother, why would you put your daughters in that situation in the first place? She was well aware I was home by myself with the girls and sent the police around to arrest me in front of the girls. It's extremely stressful for them. And mm. like I said, something that will be burnt in the little memories forever. They won't forget. And the police, again, were very friendly and just kept apologising. But they had, they had to do what they had to do, I guess, and I understood that. And they said, look, we suggest go away, enjoy your holiday, and then come back and deal with this then. So what happened at the station when you went down to the station? They locked me up in one of the holding cells. And then they seemed to take a long time doing paperwork, like well, more than an hour doing paperwork, and come back and ask me a few questions here and there about what happened and said, do you want to make a statement? And I said, no, not without my lawyer. So I made no statement. They were extremely friendly, Megan. I think they felt for me a bit. Did you get to see the statement that Natalia made? Yes. And what was she alleging in her statement? Because I feel like I didn't realise police could just arrest from like a tap or like a verbal altercation without any, you know, like witnesses or like footage. I thought that they had to have some sort of substantial proof in order to press you know, assault charges or like an injured person. So what did her statement actually say? Did it say what happened or did it say something different? Yeah, that, that's a great point you mentioned too because there was no evidence because there was no physical assault. This is their word against mine. And the only witness that came forward was, of course, Natalia's mother. And her statement just said that I pushed her with an open-handed palm, which I never did. You know, I'll, I'll swear my daughter's health on that one. I tapped her on the shoulder, like I said, before and told the police that. And then Andrew's statement also said I pushed him in the chest with an open-handed palm, and that was the assault. Right. I wonder if there's footage at the hospital. Potentially. Surely. I was recognised. People did have their phones out and taking pictures and videoing, <laughs> unfortunately. But I've not seen any of those come on the internet yet, so. I haven't seen any pop into my inbox. Maybe they'll hear this and bring the evidence forward. It might uh, help your case. Yeah, that'd be amazing if anybody out there could. 
So then you go to the station. What what else happened down there and how did you, because I think the court documents said that you were granted bail. Yes. So the, the senior sergeant on duty just said, look, there's no need to hold you. You've been super cooperative. We believe what you're, you're telling us has happened and you can go home. Can go on your holiday. Right. Okay. But they still charged you. Yes. That's what I said to my lawyer. Okay. And he goes, Well, they weren't that nice. They still charged you. And I said, Yeah, that's a fair point. And there's been, I think, two court hearings or court mentions since then. Yeah, I think in the in the media on the Daily Mail, so the twenty sixth of December, that's when the incident or alleged incident happened on the twenty sixth of December. Right. Then the court hearing was for the 11th of January, but we're still in Queensland traveling home. Right. I've not appeared in court yet. My lawyers went along on my behalf and had it adjourned, and it'll need to be possibly adjourned again. So when is the next court date? I believe it's the 2nd of February or 3rd of February. Right. Okay. And you're going to ask to have it adjourned? Yes, just because there's so much going on right now. We need time to put things together correctly and do it the right way. And with the charges, it says that you're facing up to five years in prison. Like, are you intending to fight the charges? What plea are you planning to take? It's a great question. I, I want to fight the charges, but my lawyers have said it's going to cost $50,000 upwards straight up Wow! to defend myself. And so I need to find out, and this is why I'm taking time with this, Megan, and I need to find out now what are the ramifications and consequences of just dealing with an ADO, even though I know it's not legitimate versus spending $50,000 fighting it, if that makes sense. Right. Look, and the AVO the, the uh, police officers gave me, they said was the absolute bare minimum they can put on anything. They ticked the the mildest form of AVO they could, if that makes sense. So all, all it says is I can't intimidate or threaten them. I can't damage their pets or their property, which is ridiculous. I've got had pets my whole life. And it's pretty much it. So I don't know how serious that could really be. So again, it's a question for my lawyers and we have time because they've also been off with positive COVID tests, some of their team as well. Right. So things are taking a bit longer than they normally would. Well, I mean, it is pretty serious charges and allegations. So I think if if you are innocent, I think you should definitely fight it. Yeah. That's the advice I'm getting from most people, especially the ones who know me know that it's not, it's absolute rubbish. Like I said, it's still going to take up. And to clear your name, I think, as well, just for the record. Mm. Yes, so that's probably where I'm leaning, to be honest. But, you know, I'd rather invest 50 grand into my daughter's futures. And but if it needs to be done, obviously I'll do it. There's no question about that. What's the current state of with the kids at the moment? Like, do you still have custody or has that been removed because of the AVO? No, I still have custody. I can still see them like I normally can. So it's, it's a very... If you could call it, I don't, for lack of a better word, soft AVO, it's not, 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 not much to it. Just basically means when I'm around Natalia and Andrew, I've got to be super friendly and super nice and they can yell and abuse me as much as they want, but I can't retaliate. So it's an AVO that it doesn't prevent you from, you know, being a certain distance away from them. You just can't inflict violence on them. So you can still pick up the kids or do you have to have like a secondary person do that? Uh, no, I can still pick up the kids, no problem. Right. Okay. So I'm picking up today actually to go to the beach. Right. Because I think if you if you plead guilty and, you know, you're found guilty of all the charges, I think that would eventually affect your custody agreement. Like, I think they could argue that, you know, you're not a fit parent because of the criminal history. And you know what? I think you're right. My father told me the same thing and my lawyers have kind of insinuated that as well. So, but I need to get my facts 100% right before making any decisions. Mm. But, yeah. 
what was the relationship with Natalia and Andrew before this? Like, was everything okay? Is just is this just an out of the blue incident, or has it been a bit unstable and rocky and tumultuous up to this point? It's not been amicable, but there's like I always make a point not to argue or talk about certain things in front of my children with them, whereas they're more than happy to argue and debate things that they shouldn't be talking about in front of children. So normally I'll just walk away and ignore it. But this time, especially because I suffer from anxiety, I, I was so anxious because I'd asked the question, like I said, I, I think maybe 10 times, where are my daughters, of which they wouldn't refuse to answer me. So as far as the relationship goes, they do try to make life hard for me. And they use the children against me because that's the thing they know I love the most. That's tough. And they don't like the fact they're such daddy's girls either. <laughs> when did you guys split? Uh, that's a great question. It would have been. Obviously before married at first sight. <laughs> yes. I'd say probably, oh, what's it now, 2022, six years ago or more. Okay. So just after, not long after the your second daughter was Correct. born. That's right. Okay. And the maths was what, th- four years, three years ago, four years ago? Four years. Yeah, I think it's 2018 or 2019. Okay, so it's all happened. There's a lot that's happened in the last few years then, I guess. Absolutely. Well, thank you for sharing your version of events and please make sure that you keep us posted on the outcome and what you decide to do and what eventuates from all of this. I will, Megan. Thanks so much for your time. That's all right. Thanks, Justin. No worries. Bye. Morning. Oh, my God. Okay, let's focus. That's all the tea I've got for you drama queens today. Very interesting to hear Justin's version of events of what went down. I am even more interested to see what plea he ends up taking and, of course, what the court ruling hands down eventually. I will update you all once it's gone to trial and an outcome has been made. And if there are any more updates along the way, I will also let you guys know. Before you go, please rate the show five stars, follow, subscribe, leave a review. And don't forget to follow us on social media. We are on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Patreon, TikTok. We've also got our tea spilling website, sodramaticonline.com. And guys, if you have any tips, receipts, requests, please email tips at sodramaticmedia.com. Goodbye, good riddance, and good luck. Ciao for now. Kind regards. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. So dramatic with Megan Pacetto.